think I think that's I think we ready. The levels is good. The levels is good. The levels, the levels, the levels is good. What a point. Okay, okay, okay. Big man. You want to hear some hot takes? Let's see how woke you are. You know something about podcasts? Hell, dig on that. Get me on one, man. I got these three drunk uncles with a sports podcast. They say they got fire takes, pure fuego. You find them wherever you listen to podcasts at. If it's what they say it is, you like and you subscribe. Listen, like, and subscribe, yeah. You know how to call into the show? Yeah, man, do the pod beat You'll need headphones with a mic to call in. That's no problem, man. They'll also be at Sharky's. 8.07 p.m. on the first Wednesdays of the month. You may get some free Bluetooth. And they keep receipts or so. If anything happens in the sports world, Mighty's gonna drop a take faster than a rabbit gets fucked. There's only three things I have in this world. My word, my balls, and this podcast. And I don't break them for nobody. My T Sports Season 7 Oh shit, I think it's time to start the show Yo, bring me up on these curtains Welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host and one annoying Donald Thomas Taylor, aka the Mad Podcaster, aka the Motor Mouth of the South, aka the One Take Wonder, aka Mr. Work Hard, Smoke Harder, aka what, what they like to call me? Trill Will likes to call me the Black Gargamel. KJ likes to call me the Black Skip Bayless. I like to call myself the Army Black Knight. We're going to what we say, listen, it's another beautiful, it's another fuego day in the hottest city in the world. It is November 12th. They said we were going to have highs of 86, lows of 68. Current temperature right now. Let's see there. Let's see what we got. The current temperature right now is 73 degrees. I'm bored, I'm telling you. It's feeling good outside. I'm pouring up my cup. I'm about to feel good inside. My girl is, is getting some is, is getting some food. So you know she's she's feeling good on the roadside. Right? Man, it is about to be a good podcast in the building tonight. We we're gonna talk about the flu game. Then we're gonna get into some Knicks talk. We got some homecomings to talk about. We got some we got some stars aligning. We got our NFL picks. We got a we we got a we 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 got an emergent we got an emergency we got an emergency press conference. We got some pure white for you guys. We got the return of Chucky. Apparently there's been some conversations about the 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 greatest Point guard of all time. We may touch that just a little bit. We gonna talk. We gonna get into our birthday shout out. We got Bluetooth. We got all that. I see SB now popping in the building. What's going on, SB? Say something real quick to the peoples. What is up, real quick to the people? So. Listen, as we said, it is another Fuego day in the city. But you know how we, you know what we say, you know, you know how that shit go, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. Ooh, no, you're getting closer, and regardless of the weather, coach. You play to win the game. Ooh. Hello. Ah, 
You play to win the game. It's always a good time to talk some sports. I hope you got your cup, but let's throw this motherfucker up. So... Fanatic, my T Sports. Man, what another wonderful day! What another wonderful day it is to be podcasting. Since the last time we spoke, there's been all kinds of sports news that has been breaking. There's been moves that has been shaking. You don't understand? There's been things that have been aligning, realigning, disjointing, disconnecting, reconnecting. And realign all at once. We have had, you understand? Like, you know what they say? You can't go back home, but the moment they tell you that shit when you was back home, let's get into our birthday shout outs. I'm gonna tell you what you guys are. I got me so excited here today. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, let's try to say. Cause yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it. Yeah, check it, check it. Because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday. Check it, check it. Yeah, check it, check it. All right, we got a couple of birthdays in the mix. Just a few. We gonna tell, we gonna get them out here real quick, and that way we can get directly into the podcast. Excuse me, I just saw I was getting some dividends popping in here today. There's nothing I love more than to pop up at nine o'clock at night and still see that I am getting paid dividends for the day. That shit make me sweet. Listen, that 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 shit is even sweeter than seeing a senorita in the morning. Oh, uh, listen, I don't think you guys understand. That shit may be past your prom. But let's get into a couple of things that we missed yesterday. You guys already know that we already did a shout out for Veterans Day. We did that the day before. But let's go ahead and give another quick shout out for Veterans Day and everybody that go that that served their country, regardless of how they served or where they're served. Whatever they call it, Veterans Day, Remember, um, Remembrance Day, or whatever it's called. Yo, we salute all of you. But also, yesterday happened to be a birthday. It was one of my homies. One of my home. Like, you know what? Let's get that. Let's put it in there. Like, she's damn near like an auntie to me. She's my homeboy's auntie. Means that like she's damn near an auntie to me. So I want to say happy birthday to Tia Nadania, right? Nadania Hilario, right? I want to say happy birthday to her. It was her birthday yesterday. I, I can't even tell you how old she turned. Like I, I want to say she's somewhere into the in, in her mid 60s. I want to assume, right? Like, but you know, happy birthday to you. And then we got today. We got today. We got today. Today's birthday happened to be a homeboy of mine. I haven't seen him in forever. Ever since he got the big lockdown, not not jail. He got serious and he got into a relationship. I want to say happy birthday to my homeboy, Mark Burke. And that's the only two birthdays that we have for you guys today. So to Tia and to Mark, we want to wish you guys a happy birthday. We hope you party hard. We hope you enjoy everything. We hope you regret nothing. But more importantly, we hope you continue to stay in your Weekend and Bernie's mode. My T! Check it, check it, cuz. Check it. Hey. Hey, hey, one time for the one time. Hey, Crip Walk, Crip Walk, Crip Walk, we're going to Crip Walk. 
Crip Walk. We're going to Crip Walk. And we're going to Crip Walk and tell you guys exactly where you can find the podcast. I know we say, like, yo, these guys are having a good time. We told you there's always a good time when you, when you join the Mighty Sports Podcast. And easiest way to find the podcast, right? One of the easiest ways, let's tell you smart speaker. Play the latest episode of the MYT Sports Podcast. And it should just go ahead and pull up wherever you listen to podcast at. Or... Go, if, if you're here listening, look in the bio. Go look in the bio. You already listen. Look in the bio. You see, you see that little link tree link? L i n k t r dot e e backslash my t sports podcast. That's one stop shop. Everything my t from my Facebook to my Instagram to my YouTube to my Twitter. Anything that you can think of. You understand what we're talking about? My get upside um, referral, so you, so you can save money on gas. My Pokemon referral code. All of it is there. One stop my t sports. Or, or, if you want to be extra special, you can always have downloaded the WESN app. Yes, folks, WESN app. And that, and now you can find the Mighty Sports Podcast on the WESN network amongst the, all of the podcasts that they have on their on, on their network of shows. And so not only do you listen to the Mighty Sports Podcast, you can go ahead and, and catch any shows that they have there. But, 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 but wait, there is more. You can catch the show live, in person. Meaning that you can touch me, you can ask me questions, you can buy me a drink. The first Wednesday of every single month, we air live from Sharky's. Yes, folks, Sharky's right there on the corner of Pine Island and Royal Palm. We air there the very first Wednesday of the month, 8.07 p.m. And if you guys already know how Sharky's is, right? Tonight, well, not tonight's not, tonight's not a football night, but on Sundays... And on Mondays and on Thursdays, they always have they always have football specials. We're talking about ten wings and a bucket of beer, twenty dollars. We're also talking about two for one shots every time there's a touchdown for specific teams. And so for this week, I already got confirmation for the Jets game. Every time the Jets score a touchdown during the one the one o'clock games, there's gonna be two for one shots. I don't got the information for the four o'clock games yet, or, or, or but we already know who the who the eight o'clock game is. So all you gotta do is make yourself down to Sharkies, and you'll be able to get that special. So if you're not catching catching the Mighty Sports podcast day on a Wednesday, then you go ahead and catch Sharkies any other day, but especially a day when they have when they have football on, and you'll catch one of the best specials that you can catch in the business. And also, if you're in the business, they also give you in the business discount. Let's let them know that you ITB. Check it, check it. All right, DJ Mighty, go ahead and cut the beat. Alrighty. Let's go ahead and start off the podcast the way that I like to start. Let's let's bring in the first topic the way I like to bring in the first top the first conversation in, and that is my Knicks talk. My Knicks talk. I do apologize. Actually, no, I don't apologize. You know how I start off the podcast every single time, whether we're in season, we're out of season, whether they win or they lose, whether it's in the light or the dark. You know we have that Knicks talk. That Knicks talk. Drop that beat for me one time. The beginning of the show was always wild. I should be wild and be I'm straight wild and get another sip up in here. I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of curious to see what my girl's gonna come back with um, um with food because it's gonna be completely different than what I'm that I'm having for dinner. But I'm definitely gonna eat off her plate, and then I'm gonna eat her like she's on my plate. You listening, Shooks? Let's let you know you in for a night. Yeah, you gotta be at work early in the morning. Uh, I guess I'm gonna have to rock you to sleep. <laughs> if you can smell what the rock is cooking. Alright, let's get into my next talk. My next talk. Let's continue with my next talk and the next talk. The game is officially over, but we're not gonna talk about tonight's game. 
Because if I talk about tonight's game, along with Wednesday night's game, I'm going to be a little perturbed. I'm going to be a little upset. You may see me blow my stack and my cool at the same time. So I'm trying to keep myself tempered. I don't want to talk about tonight's game. I made the Knicks 7-6. and six. Let's talk about the last game that made the Knicks 7-5. and five. Because even before the Knicks became 7-6, and six, I was already down this path with them. And I wasn't liking where it was going. The New York Knicks started out the season 5-1, and one, folks. Let that sink in. And if you can start doing the math and start realizing why I'm upset. The New York Knicks started out the, started out the season 5-1. and one. And last year was a completely different, different saga, right? Last year was the first year of Tom Thibodeau coaching, these Knicks, coaching this Knicks team. It was the first year that, it, for me, any rookie or any individual that was still underneath their rookie contract, I considered them a rookie once they got under Tom Thibodeau's because I said to myself, this is the first time that you've ever gotten a real coach. So I'll wipe all of your slate clean from all of this function before. Let's see what you do on the tips. And we saw growth. We saw progress. We saw the Knicks come out and punch teams in the mouth for the teams weren't expecting the Knicks to play hard. And the Knicks came out, they played hard every single game. They, and they brought it to teams. They, they worried in front of fans, it was in front of empty arenas, but they brought it to teams. And last year, it was real simple. We kind of went as Julius Randle went. If Julio, Julius Randle wasn't playing well, the Knicks weren't playing well. If Julius Randle was having an off night, the Knicks were having an off night. If Julius Randle was red hot, then we were red hot. If Julius Randle was feeling, our, was feeling himself, then we all were busting that night. You understand? But now it's different. Now it's different. We've got rid of a couple of pieces, right? One being Frank Nilakina, another one being Alfred Payton, another one being Reggie Bullock. While, and those three individuals, while Knicks fans could go ahead and say, hey, those guys were three black holes of offense, or those guys just didn't give you an offensive spark enough, what they did do was play defense at a maximum effort level. Oh no, I see you, SB. Handshake meme. Raptors in one hand, Knicks in the other hand, seven and six. <laughs> hey, I, we need the next three games. We definitely do need the next three games. So last you year... Look, you even looked at the next schedule coming up? I have not had to take a look, take a full look at the next schedule, but it's up. I I, I pretty much have it up. It, it, it really is no more than probably... Then, then just two clicks away from me, because I basically keep that up as one of the back, as one of my background tabs. It's one of the tabs. It's one of the reasons. It's, it's basically the Knicks. The Knicks schedule is one of the reasons why I have 22 tabs open on my computer at any given time. <laughs> I got it in front of me. But uh, we're gonna get there in a second. We we will definitely get to the Knicks schedule in a second. Cause I'm I'm, I'm gonna talk. I'm, I'm gonna get a little bit more into it in, into their schedule and how they've been going this year. But I still want to talk about how they were last year. Last year, basically, if Julius Randle played well, the Knicks played well. This year, it changed. It, it was no longer so much encompassing on Julius Randle as it started becoming encompassing if the Knicks can hit their three-point shots or not. And the New York Knicks started off hitting their three-point shots at the beginning of the season. Remember, we saw games. 
where they were 25 and 50, 26 and 52 from the three-point range, right? 20 and 40, hitting 50% of their three-pointers. And it was said then, not here on the podcast. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Wasn't here. We didn't say it on the podcast. But it was mentioned by others then. The Knicks are hitting their three-point shots. If they start to miss, then we're going to have to start seeing if they come, start coming back down to earth because right now they're, they're with the rest of the league. They're living and dying by the three. Before it was live and die by Julius Randle. Now it's living and dying by the three. And not so much anymore of the D. See, while Reggie Bullock out of that that first trio of individuals that the Knicks got rid of that I mentioned, Reggie Bullock may have been the only individual that can hit a shot on a regular basis. They all they all played defense at a maximum level. Even though we, we joke about Frank Nita killing him being a defense um him not being the defensive pest that we consider some of these other individuals, he at least was something. At times. Fonier and Kimball Walker, they're nothing. While Alfred Payton, let's, let's, let, let's make the proper comparison. While Alfred Payton and Frank Nilakina are nowhere close, not even in the same stratosphere of a scorer that Kimball Walker and Evan Fonier is, I can say the same thing about Kimball Walker and Evan Fonier's defense compared to Frank Nilakina and even, um, unfortunately, Alfred Payton. For what they did for Tom Thibodeau, as two young guys that's giving it all. They're not even there with Reggie Bullock. The New York Knicks are still finding ways to... I shouldn't say finding ways. Let me find even get them, them finding ways to lose games. Because we, I think I already talked about this. Let me focus a little bit more on Kemba Walker and, and, and Evan Fournier. Because if Evan Fournier and Kemba Walker can't... Pre- but let's put it this way. There's, there's going to be really, at this point in time, everybody else on the team has, has, has for the most part earned their spot based off defense. It's been defense, 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 defense. If you don't play defense, you don't have, you don't earn time on this league and in this team. And I'm at the point right now, if Evan Fournier and Kimber Walker don't produce enough defense, we may have to sit them down for a while or lower their, or, or lessen their minutes. Maybe we need to give McBride or, 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 or both of the rookies a little bit more time. Give Emmanuel quickly more time. Who knows? But if you're not going to give us the defense that we're looking for, then when it comes for Evan Fournier and Kimber Walker, then you have to give such immaculate offense that it covers up for your defense. The 26 points that we got from Kimber Walker in the very first game, we have not. Sorry. A joke. I, I, say, I said the very first game. He gave us he gave us 26 in his very last game. But the points that we were that, 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 it was, it was, the points that we were getting from Kimber Walker in the very first game. It's not what we got from him anymore. We don't. We ain't. We ain't getting this from Kimball Walker these days. Now Kimball Walker decided to have a better game this game. He put up twenty six points, but still not enough to beat the Charlotte Hornets, folks. A Charlotte Hornets team that is another one of those young teams, right? Or another one of those teams that are just convoluted with the Knicks. Knicks fell to seven and six. The, the Hornets improved to seven and seven. 
And you heard SB talking about it earlier. The Toronto Raptors are seven and six. Miami Heat seven and five. Milwaukee Bucks six and six. The Philadelphia six, Philadelphia seventy six is a team that we just beat. We brought them down to eight and five. They only in the they were in the fifth seed. They're three. They're, they're, they're literally three spots ahead of the Knicks. Well, the Knicks need to get better. Big up to the Chicago Bulls and the Cleveland and the Cleveland Cavaliers. As it currently stands, those are the two teams that are throwing the monkey wrench into everybody's standing. Nobody saw them coming. Chicago, maybe. Maybe. Not this one. Don't forget round. the Wiz. Well, you know what? And the Wizards. You know what? Let's, let's not forget the Wizards sitting number one in the, in the, in the conference as well. They're, they're right now throwing a monkey wrench into everybody's plans. Because we assume that Milwaukee would probably be where the Wizards are at. And probably Boston will probably be where Cleveland is at. And we even probably assume that Atlanta would have been in there somewhere. And they're not. Atlanta, 4-8. and eight. <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh when I talk about... Actually, what am I saying? What am I saying? Hit with the Trey Young. Hit with the Trey Young. <laughs> I kind of fully mean to laugh when I talk about Trey Young. But more than anything, right? The reason why I laugh about that is because everybody was sipping that Trey Young Kool-Aid, right? Trey Young, that I, I'm not going to say that Trey Young is trash, but a big part of me does not believe in Trey Young. Just like how they look at James Harden and see that his game has struggled since the rule change. Well, I kind of thought the same thing was going to happen for Trey Young, the Atlanta Hawks. So when I see them at 4-8, and eight, I don't really have much to say, but... Yo, you thought Trey Young was still good? Yo, you thought Trey Young was still good? Fuck Trey Young! Fuck Trey Young! Fuck Trey Young! Fuck Trey Young! And also... Tom Brady's a fucking bitch. <laughs> so I don't want to say I say that I take any kind of joy into Trash Young, teams being four and eight, and still watching my New York Knicks lose to teams that they shouldn't lose to, and still manage to be above five hundred. It just made me think. God damn, fucking Vegas, man, fucking Vegas, because Vegas basically had the New York Knicks barely above a five hundred team. Barely above 500. And I was like, nah, they wildin'. Knicks gonna win 50 games. You ain't see how they came starting out the season? They came kicking ass, taking names. Started 5-1. and one. I'm like, nah, Knicks are for real, B. We came out beating Boston. Beating Orlando. Beating Philly. Beating Chicago. Beating New... Well, I guess beating New Orleans ain't really much to say. But beating Milwaukee. These are our first victories. Why would I not think that? But no. Will make you laugh, make you cry, right? New York Knicks started out five and one. Since then, they've been two and five, two and five. I I mentioned this to you guys earlier. I hope you had time to do the math. They've been two and five before tonight's game. They were because I was splitting up in the la in the first six versus the versus the last six. They started off they started off five and one. The last six they were two and four. Now they're two and five. This can't happen. This ain't successful basketball. What's going on? What's going on, Jay Hood? 
You guys make sure you check out Jay Hood's podcast as well. I was reading the bio and I forget the name of the podcast that you have, but Jay Hood got a podcast as well. You make sure you you make sure you guys go check that out. Jay Hood, go ahead and drop a link for your podcast and go ahead in the comments so people can find know where to find you as well. Now, SB, my bad. I know you was trying to get in and say something earlier, and and I know we were trying to get to some of the stuff that was happening now, but I had I had to take I had to take them down down this little journey into sound. I can't believe Milwaukee six. No, no offense six. taken. No offense taken. I just looked at the next schedule and uh, it after the next three games, it looks very difficult, man. Oh yeah, they they're gonna have they're they're gonna have the work cut. Cause they have Indiana, they have Orlando, they have Houston. They're gonna have to get those three games on the road. Are, are those three games at home? I, I'm saying. I should, I mean, those are three. And the, and the Knicks are horrible at home too, which is which is which is which is ironic. That they're doing bad. That they're better on the road than they are at home right now. So they have to get these three games at home. These are three teams that you can and should beat. You should not be playing down to your competition. Indiana's not. Well, she's going to go into that seven-game stretch at ten and six. You're gonna you're gonna want to because after that you you're talking about you're gonna you're gonna be at Chicago. Then you got Los Angeles flying in. Then you got the Suns flying in. And then we get our rematch against Trash Young. Which is gonna be a tense game, and you're gonna know he and you know he's gonna to want to show out. Then we have Brooklyn. Then we got Chicago again. Then we got Denver. That's seven straight games. That's seven straight tense games. To to basically end the month of November and to start us off and and, and go into the beginning of December. Then we got San Antonio. Then we got then we got Indiana. Then we got Toronto. And now we pulling around mid. And now we talking about pulling around mid December. We get Milwaukee again. Golden State, Houston, Boston, Detroit, Washington, and then right around now, we're, and then I would talk about the, the the Christmas break, and we and then we get Atlanta for the second time, and this game was gonna be a revenge game for somebody. I'm hoping that we sweep them. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching the celebration of the. I was watching the Lakers game, and I was watching somebody on camera do do a little dance, and. It was funny. They had the camera on him until he started with the hip gyrations and started acting like he was fucking somebody in midair. And, and I was wondering how long they were gonna hold the camera on him and and, and have him do that. And immediately they could cut they, they cut away from him. And I could already imagine the producer is like, okay, okay, cut, cut. That's enough of him. On to the next person. <laughs> and that's kind of what we're gonna do here. New, the New York Knicks, they they have their their work cut out for them, and they can't look backwards, but. Tom Thibodeau came out and he basically said it. That the 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 patience that teams like to fool themselves with isn't really re- reality. Because he said, okay, you struggle through the first 10, okay, we'll get it better through the next 10. And then you, you struggle through the next 10, oh, okay, we'll get it through the next 10. Next now it's 30 games. And you're still struggling. I was four, and be like, no, you get in, you get it through the next, and I was forty games. Now next thing you know, you still haven't gotten your shit together. You're halfway through the season. This is BS. Even he believes that he needs to get that the team needs to get their shit together now, which makes me fully believe that the New York Knicks may start if 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 Fournier and Kimball Walker keep playing like this. And I know Kimball Walker has put up twenty six points, but we still lost, which means that there are deficiencies somewhere. Which means we didn't do something right. Because there's no way that Charlotte... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm here now as a Knicks fan. We shouldn't be losing to Charlotte. 
We've seen what we can do. We know our talent level. We know what you look. We know what the Knicks look like when they give maximum effort. When maximum effort meets, meets talent, we know what happens. Right now, they're not doing it. There's a disconnect somewhere. And the Knicks going to have to get it figured out. New York Knicks should, can and should, make a, should be in the playoffs, not the play-ins. It's a cliche now, but the games in November were just as much as the games in April and March. It is. Now, now we're starting to see, hey, these early games are going to matter. You can't come sleepwalking into, game, into the season with 10 teams basically making the postseason from, every, from each conference. You can't take games off early. You can't be like the Lakers and be like, okay, we're going to get our shit together by December. By the Christmas game, where all the eyes start fo- coming and focusing on, on, on the NBA. You can't wait till then. You can't use the first six weeks of the season to get yourself into playing shape or to get your shit together. Nah, you kind of got to have your shit together immediately. Because after 20 games, you're going to want to be in decent position and not playing catch up. Because 40 games comes fast. I can very much see easily the New York Knicks going to their bench if they continue to play this way. I don't give a fuck that Kimball Walker just put up 26 points. As far as I'm concerned right now, unless his, unless his defense starts to match his point totals, those are empty calories. And we have gotten enough empty calories from New York Knicks individuals. We had empty calories from, 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 from Julius Randle two years ago on the Knicks. We got him on the right diet, and now he no longer gives us empty calories. Kimber Walker, you can't come in here and put the Knicks on the bad calories again. No, 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 no. We won't have your bad calories. Only healthy food here. Which may mean Deuce McBride. Which may mean Emmanuel Quickly. It may mean somebody else. I don't see them taking Derrick Rose off the bench. They really like what it is. Actually, they like what it is so much... I foresee that Deuce McBride may end up getting more minutes or you know more minutes or even possibly even start over over Derrick Rose because you know what the New York Knicks have even though they went from first to worst in defensive efficiency from last year to this year they have the best I'm not making this up I'm not speaking in hyperbole they have the best bench squad in the league between Derrick Rose and Taj Gibson and Emmanuel Quickly, they have the and, and Obi Toppins, they have the best bench squad in the league. And they're not gonna put Derrick Rose in the starting unit to mess that up. That's why I don't even think they're gonna put Emmanuel Quickly in the starting rotation to mess that up. I think what we're gonna probably end up seeing when they when they're having early struggles on defense, we start may seeing some Deuce McBride early. Hey Kemba, you can't handle your defensive assignment. We're not ready to bring in a second union yet, but we just need to get your ass out of the game. Come in here, Deuce. And like and like and like Chris Brown said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kemba Walker. We're gonna have to sit you down because we're chalking up the deuces. The regular season, man, there's no value that can be placed on a, a second unit that can get the get the energy rolling and keep keep the game. Like the good teams have a second unit that can come out and, and take the lead back when the starters are on the bench. That, that's true. Either they, they, they normally do one or two things, and they don't do the and they don't and they definitely don't do the third. They usually either help bring a different set of energy to help 
like either either combat a lead or grow a lead, or they're usually good enough to maintain a lead and not lose a lead. And and that's what the Knicks and and and, and, and the last and, and the second thing and the last thing I kind of said in one second thing they don't, they don't do is they don't lose leads. The last thing the second thing they do is that they don't is that they maintain the lead. Last thing they do is, they, is that they don't lose leads. So you come into the game and like, okay, we still have our five point lead, or we are we're not down any, we're not down in this game. Oh, we were down by ten. They've reduced this to two, and that's kind of what happened to the Knicks the other day. New York Knicks were down by twenty six by twenty six points to the to the Milwaukee Bucks. They end up tying this game around like eighty eight points, like eighty eight ninety points, and then you just kind of saw the New York Knicks kind of fizzle out because they were running their bench. And it was their bench, and it was their bench squad. And now you're talking about your bench squad was now was now playing 15 straight minutes when we're talking about coming to the end of the game. And they just kind of fizzled out, and they lost this game by 10. But big up to the New York Knicks bench squad for really fighting their way back into this game. This is a little bit more than their comeback was a little bit more uh was was a lot less of Milwaukee taking their foot off the gas, and a lot more of hey. We really want to take this this game away from you if we can, but they just couldn't close out the game. Tom Thibodeau purposely left his starters out of that game so that they can know you aren't. Basically, he punished them. He sat them down. He put them in IS. Whatever you have, whatever you guys have, detention. Whatever you, whatever you guys call detention. He put them in detention. And he goes, you guys need to sit here. You're in the penalty box. And watch this, and watch your bench squad erase a twenty-six lead, a twenty-six point deficit that you created. When they when they tied the game up, sorry starters, we're not gonna put you back in the game. We're gonna leave the bench squad out here to win or lose. So we understand this was a there was a little bit of stubbornness going on here, but it was also a bit of 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 reward. Hey, I'm gonna reward my bench squad for what they did, but you also were punishing your starters. And when the lead started to slip away from them, as you can see, they, they were tiring a little bit. You didn't make any adjustments. And you not making adjustments, Tom Thibodeau, always brings back to another issue that I have with you, and that is your lack of adjustments. Knicks fans, we're going to keep watching. We're going to keep rooting. And I'm going to keep talking. The New York Knicks are 7-6. and six. They're one game above 500. Let's see if they can pick things up in the next three games. I'm going to need at least two dubs in the next three games. A bare minimum of two dubs. I would like three. I'll settle for two. Because you guys know the New York Knicks are my hometown. It's my home team. Like So, I, so, so I'm, I'm going to watch and love them regardless. Because they are my home team. And speaking of home. Speaking of home. Welcome home. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome camp. Welcome. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope. It's. Da -da -da. It is Cam Newton returning to the Carolina Panthers, folks. Give me that music. Man, oh man. Man, oh man. Can I tell you when I... I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I should have mentioned this on the podcast, but I thought it, but I never mentioned it. 
because I didn't think there was any way possible that Cam Newton would go back to Carolina. Because I'm like, I was thinking to myself, they disrespected him in a way. And now you want me back after all of your other options for the last three years have fizzled out? Now you want to come crawling back to me or some Spike Lee shit? Please, 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 please. So, I, I was torn. Part of me felt ecstatic for Cam Newton for getting a job back in the NFL because he deserved it. Part of me was ecstatic for Cam Newton for getting a job at the Carolina Panthers because he should have never have left. But then part of me was like, I ain't gonna lie, part of me feel disrespectful for Cam Newton. Like, damn. Like, y'all want me back now? Like, you didn't realize I was the shit back then? You, you had to suffer through all these bumps to realize my worth? But this isn't this isn't as simple as being in a relationship. This is this is also including. Because let me ask you this. That relationship that you got out of, right? Whether it was a toxic one or just a normal relationship. But let's go with the toxic one, right? Let's go with the toxic one. That toxic relationship that you got out of. You know how many people go back in a toxic relationship for free? Now let me ask you this, because you're telling yourself, nah, I ain't never go back into my toxic relationship. I ain't do that shit. Once that shit toxic, that's toxic. Now let me add this into it. Would you go back into that toxic relationship for two million for sorry, for ten million dollars? See? Now things start to get a little interesting, don't they? Things become a little bit murky here. <laughs> I see you, sweet Brandon, playing with, <laughs> playing with your name and stuff. <laughs> I see, see sweet Brandon over here coming back into the room the way Cam Newton returned to, returned to the Panthers. How did you feel about Cam Newton returning to the Panthers, SB? I was surprised, to be honest. Right? Surprise is one of the words I, I, I'm going to I was, I was kind of surprised. That's the, reason why I was, like, I, that's the reason why I didn't mention the podcast the previous weeks when we were talking about possible destinations for Cam Newton and we knew that Sam Donald was out with injuries. That I never mentioned it because I'm like, I didn't think it would happen. I didn't think it would happen on either end. I, don't, I didn't think Cam would want to go back after they disrespected him like that. And I didn't think that they would swallow their pride Actually, I didn't think both te both sides would swallow their pride. I didn't think they would swallow their pride to ask Cam. I didn't think Cam would swallow his pride to go back. Think, but I here we are. Cam huh? Back. I'm sorry? Say that again? I think, I think Cam wants to play, and I don't know if anybody else was lining up to sign him. That And that's another big factor right there. And it kind of go goes hand in hand with the question I asked. How many of you would go back to your toxic ex for $10 million? I think I will go back to my most toxic of exes. And I'm talking about the ex that held that knife to my throat. Like, I'll go back to her. Like, I'll, I'll buy her a knife set. <laughs> Especially if, she, if she's the only one that'll have me. You know what I mean? Exactly. At this point in time, if I'm good, if I'm good, yeah, she's the only one. And then when it comes to NFL, he wants to play. No other team was looking at Cam. And it just happened to be his ex was over there sitting at the other side of the room. You know what I mean? Whoever she came to the whoever she came to the to the party with, that motherfucker that that motherfucker's passed out, hooked up with somebody else, and she over there looking at you like, we did have some good times, like it wasn't all bad. You know what? 
How about we, like, I don't know if we could do this for a full year, but how about we sneak away for a little bit? And let's see if we can get these 10 pumps in real quick. I, I mean, I mean, Blake Woodruff's already gone to the Packers, so he's and, the next best thing, I guess. And she said, and even though she offered, and even though she was flirting with him with 10 pumps, he was like, hey, the only thing I can do is guarantee you 4.5. We'll try to work for those other five. Basically, what I'm telling you, Cam Newton is getting $10 million, but 4.5 of it is guaranteed. I said I'm happy for Cam, but part of me was like, damn. Damn, I didn't think I thought I, I thought Pride would have held back both parties. But when both parties have no options, I guess that's what it boils down to. Carolina Panthers looking at it like, we ain't got no options. We were ready to trade for Deshaun Watson. We were ready to trade. Hold on a second. They were ready to trade. What's his name? Damn it, I'm forgetting his name. I'm forgetting his name. They're running back. Christian. Ma they were ready to trade Christian McCaffrey and Sam Donald for Deshaun Watson. That's how bad things were in Carolina. I'm letting you know right now. Desperate for that happy ending. I'm telling you, desperate for that happy ending. See, too bad they, they, they're not in South Florida. They could have went straight to Orchids of Asia, and they could have got how, all the happy endings they want. But the crazy thing about it is that I'm looking at Carolina. Jerry, Jerry Jones referred me. <laughs> exactly. You get, the fam, you, get, you, get the, you get the family discount. You get the in-the-business discount. <laughs> the, the crazy thing about it is that if this had happened, what's happening in Carolina, if this had happened in New York, it would have been all over the place because this is borderline dysfunctional. This is borderline dysfunctional. You got rid of your hall of you got rid of your MVP and Super Bowl making quarterback to go through years of no quarterback and have everybody fail. Right? You thought you were gonna move on to Christian McCaffrey, he starts getting injured. You thought you had you thought you had your next your, your, your next quarterback, he gets injured. And now you bring back the quarterback that you just had. The Jets just caught shit for bringing back Joe Flacco. Imagine if they were the Carolina Panthers and, and they were doing this what they what the Carolina Panthers just did to Cam Newton. We would not hear the end of it. Just letting you guys know the difference between New York media and North Carolina media. You see how, how it's covered differently? You see how things are blown up differently? This is why you should not overreact every single time something is done for one of these New York teams. Because everything that's happened with these New York teams are over-scrutinized. I'm sorry. Carolina Panthers, you're looking mad dysfunctional to me right now. You are the that These last four, five years are the embodiment of dysfunctional to me. But now nah. Smith goes back. That's uh, front page news in the Times. This is ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. But you know what, though? <clears throat> Just how Cam Newton could go back home. You know, I don't even know. I don't even have an easy way to transition this one. <laughs> Just like how Cam Newton can go back home. You don't have to worry about holding your head down in your own home. You can hold your head up high with Blue Chew. I was going to get there somehow. <laughs> and what is Blue Chew, folks? Blue Chew just happens to be a little blue pill that is damn near guaranteed. You know what? Yeah. That will give you back your thrill. All you have to do is open up a pack and then head to the sack. Just a few chews before they do what? SB? Before you do do the do do do. And I'm no chemist, but I can but I know you guys have heard of these two things. 
This has the same exact ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Bing! Bong! So this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. And being it's the sports show that we are, she's going to love how you come through like a champ. Either one, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson. She's going to love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. All you got to do is use this week's promo code of HRMH. That's Hotel Romeo Mike Hotel. And you can get your first order of Blue Chew for free on me from the Mighty Sports Podcast to all of yous to help you last. You trying to win your ex back like the Carolina Panthers? <laughs> Blue Chew. Carolina Blue Chew. <laughs> oh, man. I'm still kind of shocked at that. But let's move on, right? Because while we were having a... Hold on one second. Back shove. Okay, I think I'm tripping. I could have swore I heard somebody come back. Now, what's going on here? I could have swore I heard somebody here. I should say, what's going on, Mark? Finally made it. Door dash in the building. (laughs) Now, while one team was having a homecoming, we had another team having an alignment of the stars, per se. And that is one Odell Beckham Jr. making his finally clearing waivers and going to the one destination he's been dreaming about going to ever since the Giants thought about letting him go. And that is to L.A. To live and die in L.A. is the place for OBJ. And he goes to L.A. Not as much money as Cam Newton's getting in Carolina, but he ain't a starting quarterback either. <laughs> and now we have OBJ signing for the signing with the Los Angeles Rams, one point five million dollars, with a five hundred thousand dollars signing bonus. Now he clears waivers, so as you know, that if I'm not mistaken, the Cleveland Browns are gonna the Cleveland Browns are, go, are going to have a big portion of, end up eating a big portion of his contract. But here goes OBJ. He doesn't have to worry about being a number one, which he really wasn't quite a number one anyway. But now he knows he's going to have a quarterback that can get him the ball, that can make all the throws. He doesn't have to worry about the that the throw, the kind of throws that, that should be coming his way. He just have to worry about after Cooper Cup gets all of the attention, get yourself open and catch the balls when they come your way. I mean, we never seen any sport a star athlete go from Cleveland to LA and win a ring. So I don't, I don't think this goes well for him. I know, right? He's, he's, this is something very unconventional. This doesn't happen often, but we may see it this time. This may be a one in a million opportunity. How do you guys feel about OJ um, Odell Beckham Jr. finally making his way over to the LA Rams? I don't like it if I'm a Rams fan. Wait, you said you don't like it or you kind of like it? If I'm a Rams fan, I, I don't like it. 
Why don't you like it? Why wouldn't you want to get a star like Odell Beckham Jr. added onto your team? I think it's it's they've got a good thing going over there, and I don't know why you would mess with it. And I mean, the record has shown for the Cleveland Browns the last couple of years; they're better without him. This isn't, this isn't 2016 Odell anymore, man. This is not the same guy. Huh. I don't know. If I'm a Rams fan, I part of me likes this because we see where the Rams are going with this. That they've gotten to the point where they are pushing all of their chips into the table. And they're going for a chip. And not just this year, right? They, they are, they are, well, let's start with this year and then we'll talk big picture. Small picture. They're going for a championship. They're going, they're doing everything necessary to not only to say that we're competing, but also keep a level of excitement buzzing around the team. And that's an even added bonus for them, right? Because when you're, uh, I shouldn't say added bonus, but an extra an added stressor for them. Because when you're in LA, one of the things that they talked about that team going to LA is that, hey, when you go to LA, you have to worry about this. You have to worry about that. This, um, you have to keep the people there interested. This isn't the first time that they've had a team in LA. How, how are you going to keep ticket sales up, attendance up? Well, you know, um, what, you know, during during the winter seasons, you know, there's so many things to do or so many stuff to do. And right now, LA is, even though they're, even though we know, even though on one side, they're going for gusto, they're also keeping their team highly entertaining. And continuously in the news, which also is something that you that they kind of have to do to entertain their market. Like I think, if I'm Odell's agent, I think the better fit for him is the Packers. I think he just wanted to play in L.A. I don't think he wanted to play in that cold. I think that's part of it too. I, but for for Odell, you know what? The only reason why I would say the Packers may be slightly better is only because Aaron Rodgers is a champion. If you're looking at team-wise and what you're gonna have to go through and just level of quarterback, I don't, I don't think there's a there's any the throw out there that that Aaron Rodgers can make that Matthew Stafford can't. To be honest with you, I, I think uh, I, I don't I, know if I would agree with that. I think they both have similar arm talent. I I I, I truly. I think I, it, I'm sorry. I think, I think Aaron is the most talented quarterback to ever step on an NFL field. I don't know if that's controversial no it's not controversial it's not controversial at all um but i but and i can see why you think my my, my, my comment is so egregious but you know so wild but yeah i think that he has good arms i think he has i think he has all of the arm talent in the world to be able to make all the throws necessary to old Elm beckham and, and you're not gonna be missing too much of a of, of a step but also i think that la is just sexy obviously la is just sexier all around they have a sexier team. They have a sexier location. They have a sexier coach. Like they have the, everything about the LA Rams is sexier than Green Bay. And if and if both teams are fairly sim, like if if both things are fairly equal, 
and you had to tell me, hey, everything is basically going to be equal. But you, the difference is you, you playing in Wisconsin and me playing in L.A., I think everybody's going to go L.A. And that's and, and that and, and listen, when you're an L.A. team, you hope for that. You hope that, hey, if everything is equal, when it comes down to it, I win because we're L.A. If I'm Odell and I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, I think I'm still thinking the Packers are a much better fit. Like, you immediately become the number one receiver, maybe number two behind Devontae in Green Bay. Well, he becomes the number two here easily. I mean, he's, he's gonna be the number. He's gonna be the number two in Green Bay the same way he's gonna be the number two here because he still has to prove that he's a consistent enough wide receiver to even overtake anybody that's a number one right now with any of these guys. He has to. He has to come back from injury. He has to show consistency. I mean, it goes to show, man. The Rams are going for it, man. They got Vaughn, OBJ within a week. Like they're they're not playing around. And hold on for us one second. We're going to have to take a quick emergency break, and it will be right back for you guys. Just bear with me. Hold on. I'm going to have to set this up. Bear with me. We're going to hear this a couple of times. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done, and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world. And they can respond, I became a soldier. join this team to win championships or become famous they join because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it they are brighter better educated led and equipped than any team in history they are doctors lawyers engineers technologists and combat troops all prepared for whatever comes their way You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. We are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm so your host, the one and Donald Thomas Taylor. Sorry about that. We had to take a quick emergency. We had to take a quick commercial break, but we are back. And like, and I don't even know how I'm going to take the heartbreak now since, since I just did that to you guys. <laughs> I apologize, but we are back. <clears throat> and last thing we were talking about when we came when we were on the podcast was Sam Donald is crying in the club right now. <laughs> That's be your funny. Listen, Sam Donald has to be feeling some type of way because. If I'm Sam Donald, I would think that I lost my job. 
And I'm gonna tell you why. Cam Newton is just way too polarizing. Like Cam Newton is gonna have to come in and literally wet the bed. Cam Newton is gonna have to come in there and show and prove to everybody that he no longer has it, any of it. And that's the only way that Sam Donald is going to feel good about himself in Carolina. Because if Cam Newton plays any kind of decent way, he is going, then Sam Donald is officially replaced. And now we're talking about Sam Donald, the next quarterback of the Denver. No, he can't take that job from Teddy Bridgewater. Who the, who the fuck needs quarterback these days? The next quarterback of Detroit. There he goes. Sam Donald, the next Houston, quarterback, <laughs> the next quarterback of Detroit, or the next quarterback of the Houston Texans. He's gonna be, or the next quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. He's gonna be one of those guys, cause you know, these are you know probably Minnesota. You know Minnesota's always looking for a quarterback. They'll give anybody, a, they'll mm-hmm. give anybody a quarterback job. <laughs> the 2022 oh, starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers might be Sam Donald. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I'm trying to figure out when is Sam Donald going to finally get traded for a six-round pick. That's when he knows officially over for him. What's going on, Mark? We see you. Mm. Oh, what up, what up, what up? And seeing, oh, no. that, and seeing that Mark is in here, this is perfect time for us to talk about the flu game, folks. I don't, cause I don't know if you guys have, 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 have been in the news, but the flu game has started popping up lately. Now, Mark. I don't know if you realize this. Last night, you witnessed a flu game. What do you mean? Deshaun, Deshaun, I mean Deshaun, Lamar Jackson, he's from Florida. He came down to South Beach. Yeah, I know. He got that South Beach hangover. The reason why Boston, the, the Baltimore Ravens lost is because he was playing with the South Beach flu. Listen, man. That defense, man. Don't do that to No, don't, I'm, I'm doing don't it. Do that to, I, I, please, don't do that to please. Them, it's the flu. Yeah, why you doing that to them, Because it's true. He had hey, the flu. Man. He had the flu. He had the South Beach yeah. flu. We know how it is. You come, down, you come down to Florida. You want to see the life and the lights. You hang out a little too much. You be like, hey, I, I know I got a game tomorrow, but I'm only playing Miami. You know what I mean? He's still out to two o'clock in the morning, partying, hanging out See, with, my, uh, hanging out with the people that you used to hang out with while you were down group. here. You forget he's from know. here. He had that's a whole section of, pe- sorry, he had a whole section of people there that, that that he brought there. Um, that was already in town. He was hungover. Listen, man, I told, I was, I was telling everybody because all the Miami fans, you know, I didn't wear no Miami gear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had my Duke, I had my Duke shirt on, and I was chilling. Dookie. I'm saying. Dookie. <laughs> yeah, Dookie. So I was like, listen, man, Dookie. if Jacksonville could beat Buffalo, you know what I'm saying? I was like, what can happen? I said, that means y'all got a chance. We don't talk about that here. We don't talk about that. We, we talk about, about Jacksonville getting in, in, getting in motherfucking the Bills' ass. And I was like, listen, man, if those bums could win, be, be the good team. I said, I said they, can, they can do it. But like, listen, they can do it, and they did it. And they did. Meyer pretended the Buffalo Bills were Ohio State co-ed and just got on their ass. <laughs> you can give Miami's defense credit all you want. 
I know that Deshaun, I know that Lamar Jackson had the flu because in all honesty, that Miami Dolphins defense. They can't stop a nosebleed. But they can't, can't but they can't stop somebody that has the flu. That's all you witnessed. It won't happen again. Cause it, yeah. I, I, you know, you know what I'm more happy about? Because you you already know how much I like Lamar Jackson. And you guys already know how much I already talk about me not going against Lamar Jackson during the regular season. I'm just glad I didn't make him my three pick for the week. That's the only thing I'm happy about. That I did not make him my three pick of the week because that was a setup. That was an easy setup for me. Thank God I didn't do it. <laughs> Come on now, Baltimore versus Miami? Oh, please. Like, if, if I was really paying attention, I was, I, was, I was supposed to take that all day, every day on Broadway, hands down. And I would look like a clown. But you know what? The sports podcast. That's wrong. Oh, you do. Yes, we do. <laughs> but as they said, on any given Sunday, anybody can be beat. Not just anybody. Anybody can be beat. Anybody can be beat. Sorry, what was that? My. Oh. My, yeah. Tell, my, not, not just not just the podcast though. My sports podcast. Now, speaking of flu games, right? We talked about the Sean, I mean, the Sean, Lamar Jackson and his flu game. Yeah, my bad. I was oh. just again, I'm over here sitting in the restaurant and still chilling. All the lights are off. And this fucking dude is like, oh, can you, can you? Can you like the fire pit? I'm like, bitch, have you seen me sitting down? I'm like, do, do I look like, a <laughs> like, 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 like I'm working on my podcast. <laughs> I heard you. Like, hey, I ain't you working on my podcast. Did I sound a little, like, a little annoying? <laughs> you sounded like, you sounded like you were the best employee from, from, from Poppy Cop. <laughs> but, but, this SB, um, you're in the matrix right now, so you're coming in, you're kind of coming in and out, and we're not catching any of the words that you're saying. You're fully, yeah, in, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're fully in the matrix, uh, SB. Uh, yeah. I think you over here, Arto, Arto, Mister Roboto. That's how you sound right now, SB. My I <laughs> Yeah, but yo, that game, that game was, that game was pretty dope, though. I gotta say, I'm, I'm kind of glad I went. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I did. I went. I went off. It was funny because because I was like I was like yo, dude, I'm gonna head over there, whatever. He was like yo, you don't fit in the truck. I'm like what? I don't fit in the truck. I said what the fuck, man. I don't want to drive by myself and shit. So I was like yo. I said fuck that shit. I'm like yo, just wait for me and I'll just follow y'all, whatever. And the truck they took out. They had the um, they had the tent. It was Bobby's. It was Bobby's truck. <laughs> they had the tent in there. But when they took the tent out, Bobby Bobby saw me. Like, you know, I pulled up. Bobby was like, oh, you came to say what's up to your brother? I said, no, no, I'm, I'm going with y'all. I guess I'm going to follow you, whatever. He was like, he was like, nah. He was like, nah, you want to um, you want to take it out and try, you know, like, making it comfortable so I could pull up a seat. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, sir. You know, and then Bobby was like, oh, I got some beers. I'm just, you know, whatever, whatever. I give him like the $7 for the beers and shit. You know, Bobby, you got to chip in all that. So I was like, bet. Fucking chipped in. Fucking, uh, Donnell knew this dude from last time or whatever. He was chilling with him. He was like, yo, this guy, he, he always has extra tickets and shit. Mm. You know, he was like, let's go look for him. So when we looked for him, we found him. 
And then he was like, you know, we talked to him for a little bit. Then I was like, yo, you got an extra ticket for this game? He was like, yeah. He goes, you going to come sit with He was like, you going to sit with me or you or with your bro? I was like, I was like, nah, nigga. Shit, I'll be your date. <laughs> I'll go in with you. <laughs> Light skin <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The best thing was, he was in section like 342, and then I was in section 340. So I was like, bro, I was like right there anyway. So I was I was like, yo, I told Darnell, I was like, yo, I feel like a bitch. I'm sitting over there for a little bit, and I come over here and sit with y'all, and then I go back over there, then I come back over here. But, um, yeah, I met those two dudes, man. Fucking Leo and Miguel, yo, big shout out. Yo, they, they fucking, they came through. Miguel was like, like, yo, like, like, it was pretty dope. Like, I went to the bathroom, and, and homeboy Miguel was like. He held like, it for you? Taking long. Oh. Like, huh? I, I think about, like, he held that shit for you, and, huh? even, and even shook it. Nah, 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 we, they ain't that cool. So, 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 so no, nah, but seriously, like, I was in the bathroom and shit. He was like, you know, like, because, you know, we, we were drinking and shit. So he was like, okay. And he texted me, like, yo, you good, man? You all right? You know, he was a veteran, too. He was a, oh, okay. hey, he was a fucking Green Beret and shit. Little short, little short cat. He was a Green Beret. So it was like, yo, it was like, yo, it was like, so I was like, oh, shit, this nigga checking up on me. I was like, oh, that shit's so cool. Like, you know, hey, you all right? I was like, yeah, nigga, I'm taking a deuce. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing this shit. I'm like, man, I went to pee, but I ended up. I was like, ooh, <laughs> no bubbles. <laughs> yeah. I said, I came for number one, but I ended up doing number two. <laughs> it's like, shoot, but nah. So I hung out with Dom and 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 Donnell. Shit it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. It was it was, and the game was good. So, and the game was high. So, 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 so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed that flu game. I'm, I'm really glad that you enjoyed that flu game. So, quick, uh, quick update. Uh, USA is up two zip on um, on Mexico. Soccer. That's what's up. That's what's up. What's this World Series of baseball? Uh, soccer, soccer. I was joking, but okay, but thank you. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, yeah. I was like baseball. <laughs> like, so, 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 no, like, listen, it looks like you guys had fun. But I don't think everybody enjoyed themselves during the flu game. Like, you enjoyed yourself during the flu game. Lamar Jackson didn't enjoy himself during the flu game. Do you know who else didn't enjoy the flu game? Who? Scottie Pippen. Oh. Scottie Pippen is still out here throwing shade. And now he has targeted... The coveted flu game. And what did he say? Hey, let me ask you this, Jim. <laughs> Which one is worse? Playing with the flu or playing with a bad back? Because <laughs> you guys know, I played with a bad back and yet it never gets talked about. So I think I need a little bit more credit than MJ does. Like, come on, man. Like the first time Robin stops Quilla Croc, he wants a fucking he wants a key to the city. Like stop it, stop it right now. Like we like listen, I'm willing to even give Pippin that you know what, like you don't like to be called Robin, but you are Robin. You just happen to be the one Robin that turned into Nightwing. That's it. That's who you are. You're the Robin that turned into Nightwing. But you know what Nightwing still needed? Batman when shit's got too real in his city. That's the reason why you couldn't win in another city when you left. Now you want to throw shit at the, at the flu game. Man. What do you 
what is wrong with like Scott? Thirty years. What, like thirty years later, he talking shit. Like, like he didn't do that shit. Like, like now that that Jordan's old and out of shape, now you want to talk shit. Why well, didn't talk shit when he was in shape on the court? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because he would have whipped your ass, and you know that shit. Exactly. Like he would have punched you in the face, like he punched Steve Kerr. <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, exactly. So Scotty Pip, like, and we get it. Like Scotty Pippen does get a lot of shit, right? He get he gets he gets made fun of for not for the migraine game. He gets he he gets the blame for for when MJ wasn't there and wouldn't come in, and, and wouldn't come into that play. And then when he left, he, uh, he um he didn't do much with with a loaded Portland team. Well, nah, Portland man, they 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 should have won. They man, hey hey, he didn't do it. That's all that matters. Yeah, he didn't do it. Listen, if if he would have won, yeah, if he would have won one, then everything, every little slight about about Scottie Pippen, I could understand him taking a little bit more. Big but shot Bob. what's that? That was Big Shot Bob that took them out, right? Big Shot Bob in the late, yeah, 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 yep, yep, Big Shot right. Bob. That, that's the little shot in the little skip, the little sideways skip afterwards from like side to side to side, like shot and then he hit a little hopping side steps. But um, hey, Jordan still Jordan still says he he won he won and not won all of those without without Pip. I, I we we listen. Nobody, nobody ever thought. No, listen. There's not a single person that watched those series that ever thought that Jordan could have won without Pippen, except for maybe the years he had Rodman. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But there's nobody that honestly thinks that Jordan could have won without Pippen. We're just saying, Pippen. Or a player that's, that that has the same quality, like you know. Okay, let's put it this way. He, 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 let's let me. Okay, put somebody else. I mean, we get it. Let's put it this way. We all know the story of King Arthur, right? We all know the story of King Arthur. But we get it. It's the story of King Arthur. But if you read the story of King Arthur, we all know that Lancelot is that nigga. It's just not the story of Lancelot. It's the story of King Arthur. You ain't pulled the sword out of the gold. Uh, you ain't pulled the sword from the stone, motherfucker. You was just really nice with your hands. Mm. Like you wasn't his royal earness. You was just one of the best. Like the, you was just one of the best number two guys in the world to be drafted to a team that already had a stud. Yeah, and then he was bitching about the money. It's like they, they, yo. <clears throat> It was crazy because they they were breaking down how much money Pippen made but compared Pippen, to Jordan. But Pippen and he made more money than Jordan in his career. Did he? When? Yeah. How? No, yeah. he didn't. Yeah, he did. Pippen did not make. Jordan got paid. Jordan no. got paid. He made that thirty-six mil. No. He made thirty-six mil in his last two years. But all the other years, he was freaking. He wasn't getting paid all that. No, 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 no. But but still, remember, remember, Pippen was the was the sixth highest paid player on his own team. For years, I know, but I said for for careers. No, for careers. I, like, we have we have to look at this one again. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe that at all. Because Pippen was yeah. underpaid for seven. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't believe that shit either. Because until, yeah, uh, only because yeah. Pippen was underpaid for seven years. Like Jordan was yeah. rightfully paid. Pippen was fully underpaid for seven years. We're talking well, about Jordan was underpaid too. I mean, Jordan was underpaid when it, but when it came to the highest tier of players. Pippen was underpaid for bench players. Yeah, no, I I know what you're saying, but but I thought that was a I thought that was a crazy fact that 
that Hold Pippen on. end up making more, more money on the court than Jordan. Was it because off the court? Was it because he probably played just a little bit long? He had more consecutive years. He had more years in the game, and took and took advantage of some of those contracts at the end. Like, hold on, we gonna have to hold on. Pippen on court earnings. We we gonna have to we we gonna have to look this up for real because okay, man. Listen, somebody gonna have to get these numbers to me. Because <laughs> I see 12 rows of numbers. And I don't see any one of them so full of. Alrighty, let's see, let's see, let's see. Total. 107 million. What? 107 million dollars. What's this asterisk for? What's this little asterisk for? Current US dollar adjusted for inflation from data. Okay. <laughs> So if it was so based off inflation today, he'll be paid 165 mil based on today's money. So Scotty Pippen made 107 million dollars total. And Jordan made what 97, I think. I'm about to look. I'm about to look. Yeah, I think it was 97. Because, like I said, this because Jordan got paid his last two years to 36 mil. The one, the one that really got paid. Basketball was my man's Kevin Garnett. Well, uh, Kevin Garnett definitely got paid. We know that, but he's also in the era right after Jordan when people started getting paid. He was he he was really he, um he was really like one of the beginning catalysts of the hundred million dollar clubs. He started. He was one of the first people in that. KG wants to Chandler Parsons. He had two. He went, he went, he fucking, he knocked out two $100 million contracts. That's what's up. He fucking, well, now Curry, shit. Curry, yeah, Curry. Curry making 240 or some shit. Yeah, he's banged out. That's crazy. Dame is, Dame is like 260. These motherfuckers getting paid now. And it's always funny. And it's always funny when, when you, well, hold on. It's always funny when you see uh, when you hear the old players. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I wish I still could have been just a little bit. But unfortunately, they couldn't. But they be cl- listen, man. It's it's, <clears throat> but they also need to take hom- like like hol- um like a little a little bit of pleasure in the fact that. A lot of times during their time, they were considered the highest paid people, not only like in sports, but some of the highest paid people in the world. You know what I mean? So you were there when you had it. You know, now, now, you know, it's past your, now you've, you've had your twin. now what, let's say, call it, if, if you're, if you're at the top of the top or whatever, or you're able to get longevity, you've had your 15 to 20 years to maximize your earnings. Now it's time for... Somebody else to put in their 15 to 20 years to start maximizing their earnings. I'm still trying to find Michael Jordan's information. But I'm still refused to believe until I see it here with my own two eyes that Michael Jordan made less money on court Let's see. Actually, here we go. You may be right. I see it already. I think I see it already. Michael Jordan 
86 million dollars total earning tur t total earnings but again you can very easily one two three four five six seven eight nine ten years of earnings versus one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen yeah so this is a, this is a, this is a longevity statement see th th this is this is the context that this statement needs so one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen over fifteen years is where Scottie Pippen made his was able to make. $20 million more than Michael Jordan on the court. So he played, so it took him, so it took him five more years to make 20 million more. In a sense. So, and Jordan at that same time, let's just, and like we said, so Jordan, but when he came back, he was only playing for $1 million contracts. So he so he still wouldn't have made it made he still would have made it up but he if he didn't take that break like he did cuz he cuz he, he cause this is when he quickly did the jump from t from 2 mil 3 mil 4 mil 3 mil and then he started getting 30 mil and 30 mil in the last 2 years. See that's what really that's what really um helped him out there cuz it wasn't for those 30 million cuz Scottie Pippen never even got anything close to that. Well, I shouldn't say not anything close to that. I um, mean this year is important he ended up getting 14 mil, 18 mil, 19 mil and then when he came back to Chicago those last 2 years he got 4 and 5 mil. It's funny. There's a, he, there's a big asterisk on those Jordan Wizards years because he was getting paid less because he owned the team. <laughs> That's right. I forgot he was also a part owner of that team initially. I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on vet men, but he actually. Mm, 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 mm. So, yeah. So, okay, okay, Mark. So you were right. Pippen didn't make more money on court than than Michael Jordan, but it also took him five more years to do it. And I'm still looking at this in a sense that a. If Jordan gets in there for those, if Jordan gets in those extra five years, and 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 we and we match them in there the way that we're supposed to, with it being before he goes to Washington. Then yeah, I think before well not only before he goes to Washington, before he goes to Washington, and in between that break in Chicago, I think that we're talking about a whole lot more money here. So let's go ahead and move on, All right? Because I don't want to keep talking about 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 salty Scottie Pippen and 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 how he's hating on on Michael Jordan and how he's trying to trying to disparage the flu game and add more light into the fact that he was playing with a herniated disc. We get it, we get it, Sir Lancelot, we get it. But again, you're not you're not King Arthur. You didn't pull that magic sword out of the stone. You ain't the one that's having the children's um, tales about him. You aren't the one that has the commercial saying, "At times I dream that he is me." Like nobody's saying that about Pippin. Speaking of commercials, remember when he did that Hanes commercial with the Hitler mustache? Who? Jordan. Oh. <laughs> I remember. Okay, Who I do. Let man do that. I do remember there was a time where 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 people used to have that little that that little weird ass soul patch. I do I do remember that. I do remember that. If you want to call it a soul patch, that's a, that's up to you. What was a soul patch like on the lip? 
<laughs> okay, the Hitler patch. I do remember there was a time where Brooklyn <laughs> was rocking the Hitler patch. <laughs> that shit quickly went away. But you know what though? That thing, like, that is really weird because that particular style of mustache was really popular with police officers and drill sergeants. To be honest with you. So why Michael Jordan um, went to that? I don't. I never. I never did understand. Maybe I just missed that. Maybe I was too young. I never saw anybody rock that in my life. No, no, yeah, it, it's a, MJ. it's it was a, it, it was a, it was a, cause when I, so I still, I still can remember my, it was, what's his name, Sergeant, um, Sergeant Aikens. I, I can still remember very vividly one of my drill sergeants having that. And also, it was a, it, I, 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 and also I can remember also every cop with a buzz, uh, with a buzz cut having it as well too. It was almost a. It was a very. It was a military kind. It was a. It was a. It was a military kind of. Um, kind of style. Cop. Cop and military. Now, as we're talking about styles, right, or or, di or, or different things that are that, that are that are taking place or coming into play or coming into fashion, in New York, they are deciding to go with an all white Christmas. What do I mean? They. Are sitting down the rookie Zach Wilson for another week, and they are bringing in Mike White. Mike White has back. The the <laughs> Mike White has the feeling back back in his hands again, and he seems like he's gonna go in and play. And the biggest part of the reason why I'm happy about hearing that Mike White is playing is for the fact that the New York Jets didn't overthink the scenario, right? Or didn't try to get a little too cute for themselves. They didn't make it seem like Zach... They didn't make it seem that Zach Wilson was too good not to sit down. That he was such a spectacular talent that he couldn't sit. Because I've been here, and, and I've, I've said it to people in person, I've said it on the podcast, I don't get this, we need to play young quarterbacks right away. Where still, if you name to me... Some of the if you name me the top ten quarterbacks in the league right now, I guarantee you seventy percent of them sat down. If you give them to me, I can tell. Tom Brady sat down. Since we want to start with goats, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers sat down. One I couldn't remember. Did Ben Roethlisberger sit down initially, or did he play right away? He sat right. Uh, I think he was. I think he's probably the rookie season. I think he played. Like he did what, like Lamar, like like Mark Jackson did. Like he kind of like sat for half the season and, and then come and played. But still, but still, he's still. Eli Manning <laughs> Yeah, but still, um, Ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger sat down. Those are three of the goats in. Those are the three of the OGs in the game right now. Matthew Stafford, I don't remember, but I don't want to put him in this category. Let's start bringing in some of the young guys in this in in, in this scenario, right? Um, Josh Allen. Sat down. Lamar Jackson sat down. Patrick Mahomes sat down. Even one of the other OG Baker. Baker Mayfield sat down. Russell Wilson had to take the starting job from somebody else because he was initially going to be sat down. Justin Herbert. Actually, no, he actually did take it like in week six. Justin Herbert so he taking that sat down. Most of the guys that we talk about, most of these good quarterbacks that we talk about, 
Most of them sat down. You know the ones that we don't talk about? The ones that end up having to play immediately. Most of these guys don't end up... Even Cam Newton sat down. I can't remember... I can't remember... I can't remember Matt Ryan, who made it to a Super Bowl. If he was... If he sat down for a while, if they gave it to him all, all the way off the bat. There aren't a lot of them. The few that do it are very few and far in between. Joe Flacco, one of the few and far between. Peyton. Peyton Manning, Mark Sanchez. For people as much as much people as much fun as people poke at Mark Sanchez, Mark Sanchez still took his team to two straight AFC championship games. In a time, but well, Mark Sanchez listening that you put him in the same sentence as Peyton Manning. That's the <laughs> but 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 this was happening in a time in a time frame where everybody talked about oh you can't beat Peyton Manning or Tom Brady in in the playoffs and and we beat them both. We Tim beat Tebow, we beat Philip Rivers. We beat Tom Brady. We 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 beat Peyton Manning. I, I, but you know, butt fumble. You know, like I said, is is you're in New York. All of that good shit that you did, eh? Butt fumble. That's all they remember. <laughs> butt fumble. And eat a hot dog. That's all you'll be talked about. <laughs> USC, forget it. Four FC champions, forget it. Butt fumble. Uh, so. So I'm I'm happy that the New York Knicks, the New York Jets are taking a route where they don't feel too prideful or too big of themselves to want to go ahead and sit the rookie down. And I hope the and and the rookie, you know what? He has everything that he needs. He has a, he has another guy. Not only does not only is the quarterback room now filled with with experience. They brought in what? They brought in like his high school guy. That's that's who's who's gonna come in here now and also help with change the way that this that their team looks at things. We're gonna do a special podcast tomorrow. I ain't gonna lie. We're gonna end up doing a special podcast tomorrow, and we're gonna end up doing one just to get our picks out because it's getting late, and we're not gonna get our picks out, out out of the way. But before we get our picks, before we go ahead and end the podcast, right? I know you guys went like, "Damn, we ended already." This seems short. It's Friday. Things are picking up fast. If you know what I mean, blue chew. Let's get my one upset pick out now. Sure. I like the Lions this week over the Steelers up a bye week. Do this short week. Oh, that shot's fire. You know KJ. You know you know KJ ain't gonna be happy about it. KJ's gonna take that personally. KJ's gonna take that. <laughs> you know KJ's gonna take that full blown. I've been saying personally. for like three or four weeks 